0: Hello and welcome back to Black hole Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Misfits. This is season four, episode seven Identity Disorder, written by John Brown, directed by Dusan Lazar Rivik. There we go. Twelve nine 9 of 12 is the premiere date and I gave this episode a 7.2 out of 10 it was okay in a sense like I think I like the Abigail story Abby a little bit more although it wasn't extremely a whole lot there but I also um Kind of like the the Jess um, beats up Rudy for not being able to hold water. And it was well deserved. And I enjoyed it happening. So there is that. If only she could have just punched Finn in the nuts. That would have made me feel as if at least they're giving some type of consequence to two of some very um dickish kind of friends that uh Jess has they're not like the first group like at all right because they don't have the same relationship they're not going around you know solving crimes so to speak things are happening around them but they're not really actively involved. It doesn't have the same type of formula that works so well with the first two seasons. And I'm wondering, because things rather snowballed so quickly, because I don't remember, to be quite frank, a lot of this season. I clearly remember a lot of season five, which I did mention previously, i enjoyed a lot more um some of the like the way the arcs played out it was more familiar and going back on this rewatch for season four most of these episodes i don't even remember (laughs) so i think maybe i glanced through season four and got to season five. And that's when I really got interested in this new cast. Because some of them kind of like, wow, they started off here. <laughs> like I saw the Alex thing coming. And I knew about Abby not having no memory. But like some of these arcs are not very familiar to me. That we've been through. I knew the numbers one that was coming up, but I didn't. Like all of the in-between, I didn't have all the meat with the potatoes. So we start this episode with, and I'm not really sure why we needed to see her in in that little top that we sell at Deb, every store that you want to go to around here. And then, you know, you just revealed you have no penis they keep saying it's a vagina but I don't think that's a that's correct or maybe it is maybe he has a vagina all I saw was I mean I didn't give it a good once over or even a twice over I was kind of like oh I got the point you have no penis um but that being said why do we need this whole montage of Jess and Alex sexy times when they both know that it's gonna end the disappointment and a whole lot of shame And then he ends up leaving her room, screaming into the telephone, or his uh, cell phone, find my cock. At the community center, Abby continues to prove that drunk is her lifestyle. She even has an open container next to her when she wakes. Ben and Rudy change clothes for community service where there's a group of pregnant women doing lamaze class where we meet tara who comes in very late rudy is going on ad awesome about nadine and all of the disgusting things he would be doing if he hadn't fallen in love but he doesn't really know it's love he doesn't even know what it really means because this is all foreign and new to him Finn is made responsible for Abby when Gary comes in to ask who the hell she is and wonder if Finn is having sex with her uh he wants to know why she's here and she says or Finn says she's on community service she tries to leave but he talks her into doing it just for the day I am so beyond I don't even remember I knew I hated Finn but I must have tuned out just how much they gave me to hate Finn with. Because he is just such a jealous little prick. Every time he comes into contact. So you and him going to be boyfriend and girlfriend. Would it? I mean that is pretty much what I've been trying to do since I met him. And you were standing right there watching it happen. What, I don't know why this is so hard for you to accept. And why are you acting like we had a relationship because I smiled at your ass. She checks online about dick post-ops and hilariously strings Rudy on about getting it done to herself. He's like, so what kind? She's like, yeah, they send you models. It's like a big dick, little dick, black dick, white dick. He's like so into it. He's like, oh my God, I can't believe that you're getting a penis. Like you're way too hot for that. (laughs) Ben invites everyone out for drinks abby meets tara in the bathroom when she's about to take a shit and while freaking out about becoming a mom transfers her fetus to abby before running off at the bar just tells alex that she ain't going nowhere because he thought that she wouldn't show back up and since they're dating should she get some free drinks and then He promises that it won't be like this forever. Rudy doesn't know what sarcasm is. He really doesn't. He says (laughs) when he gets to the bar and starts talking to her. Because she's still talking about her penis operation. And then she's like, um... Or he asks, what are you going to tell your sexy barman? I'm not going to tell him anything. I'm going to spring it on him. That's not right. I'm going to tell him. And that's when she drops the beans that Alex is the one that doesn't have a penis then threatens to destroy him if he tells anyone which he keeps until a little bit later on in the episode when finn is feeling salty because just doesn't want him when he was in the bathroom i mean that whole scene was stupid because alex comes up and it's like oh i was gonna give you this but i decided to give you gas station i was like oh okay trash and then <laughs> and then they do have like a nice little lunch date together i mean she's on probation like clearly her life's not going in a straight line but yeah like he's all jealous and uh abby's stating straight facts that she only met him yesterday like i don't understand why you're so hung up on her (laughs) <laughs> clearly she's with somebody else and then that's when he lets out the secret oh he has no penis and he's like oh that made my fucking date you know she might be fine and he might be this that and the other thing but you know he don't got a cock and then she says <laughs> Abby it's like so let me get this straight you have a penis he doesn't have a penis, but she'd still rather be with him. Shots fired. We'll get back to that scene because we skipped a whole one in between when uh, Abby does go to the bar and she's like, so guess what happened to me? <laughs> and then she can't drink, so she needs to find this Tara to give back the baby. She at first tries to get the information from the director of the Lamaze class, and then Finn, with his pathetic use of his power, um, ends up spilling tea so that they can steal the laptop. They find her address, and then the baby kicks, and Abby knows it's a he. She connects with it, and now she does not want to give the baby back, and admits that she has no memory from before the storm. And this baby is the only thing that she's connected with. And now that she has it, it's someone to love and someone to love her since no one no one is looking for her. Then we get the whole scene with Jess and them. And then while um, you got them being idiots in the bathroom, talking about, oh, what did he say? That made me so angry. Oh, like, I'm gonna call her up and tell her I'm done uh, with her shit. little tape around his body. It's a fucking homicide. His face is on the I'm not sure what the hell is wrong with the writers. Why they would write someone, any person that is so realistically an absolute psychopath, I do not know. And why you would think this is a character someone would connect with. Like, oh, I feel so bad for you because you love this girl, but you love this girl in a way that doesn't even, you don't even know this girl all you do is get upset with her and i'm not sure why she even is friends with you to be quite frank at least rudy tries to be entertaining every once in a while you know uh at least he gave her something in return at some point (laughs) at least he inquires about what's going on in her fucking life instead of gets jealous about her boyfriend he's at least like oh did you get some penis or get some uh did you get an orgasm or something like that he's disgusting but at least he kind of cares. You're supposed to be her friend, and all you could do is be angry, jealous, and mad at her all the time. And then later, um, when they're when he's pretending to be Alex to cheer up Finn, because now he feels depressed once again after Abby called him out on how pathetic he is. Alex comes out angry is angry at jess so she goes into the stall and punches rudy right in the dick while fang crouches in the corner looks all forlorn at her like no you need to have your ass beat i felt like you should be putting those same moves on him alex has finally located the man who stole his penis or the woman or the transgender he stole his penis and means to get it back punching the guy out and stealing his gun jess calls for help from finn and he tells her i'm not done with the uh, what? i don't even give a shit i can't deal with him <laughs> they are following nadine who after a brief moment of uh getting to know rudy and before they can kiss runs off once again and they find out that she is a nun if you hadn't noticed and I meant to mention this last episode um all of Rudy's advice to Finn sabotages him and that's not not intentional I mean last episode he did smirk when he was like oh I did that and it didn't even help anything and he kind of smirked at it because he's so fucking gullible and he doesn't think for himself so he allows himself to be led by Rudy's clear poor example and really doesn't feel bad for it because it's like you don't gotta follow my lead but this is what i do but then i'm judged for it and the minute i will say that usually when jess calls him out on his shit is when he actually starts thinking about stuff alex at gunpoint wants his penis back (laughs) they go to this club um the part where the transgender female Broke the bottle and started threatening his penis with it. <laughs> I was trying not to laugh because it's so stupid, but I was laughing. <laughs> ah, she's like almost slice a cock. <laughs> but then he puts the gun to his own head and says, I'd rather kill myself than live with the embarrassment of having no penis. And, uh, I guess that's all it took because, you know, here, have your cock back. I don't want it that bad. I'm like, why couldn't you just have that rational conversation before? I don't know. But I did absolutely love and die of um, joy with Gary singing karaoke. <laughs> that was Amaze balls. That was the highlight of the whole damn episode. For me, anyway. Jess and Alex finally consummate their relationship, but it's clear why he got his penis taken because he is an absolute. He was up to 46 for a reason. He's a pretty boy. And he was more interested and watching himself fuck her, then invested in actual fucking her. And then he don't snuggle at the end, which disappoints her, because now she knows he's actually really shallow. But she also should have known that because she went for the pretty pretty (laughs) instead of the one that would treat her right. And that one has already declared himself, despite how problematic he is. Abby gives the baby back to Tara after she comes back and admits that she didn't know about being a mother but how she's connected to the baby and for pretending to be on community service Abby Smith is now officially on community service and that is how the episode ends kind of like a bridge to the finale but I uh am still excited to watch these episodes because now i just i really don't know what i'm getting into next uh so they're all my thoughts let's hop into the mailbag
1: Christina, it's me Shy. I'm here to talk about This show, Misfits And I'll tell you what Excuse me I am (laughs) This show How do I explain myself? (laughs) This episode Wow Alright I'm going to go character by character Okay Abby I'll go with the the new girl please explain to me why is this woman just voluntarily doing community service like why why are you doing that I know she oh I lost my memory I'm about whatever what I mean there's other things to do with your life besides pretending to scrubbing floors on community service because Finn you know it's stupid enough to say that you're on community service like there's no other reason you could be in the bathroom in a community center and why is he the uh, I'm like really uh, She's using the bathroom. I don't know. She got lost. She was going to the bathroom Anything besides. Oh, she's on community service How's that's uh, anyway, so there's that <clears throat> and then of course and then we got Finn. I mean, I, I promise you I want to smack this dude. I just want to smack this dude. Because he's getting on my last stinking nerve. First of all, he <clears throat> when he finds out about Alex, right? He goes, oh my God, this is the best news ever. So on the, on, the, on the one hand, Abby became my favorite person when she says, oh, so she'd rather be with someone with no penis than you. i died okay because i'm like thank you because homie was getting on my damn nerves with the, the nonsense then jess why in the god green hell are you telling rudy about alex's issue of all people you're telling rudy mr big mouth himself you're telling rudy mr inappropriate can't keep a secret to save his damn life you're telling Rudy and the sad part is there was no reason why you need to tell Rudy you could have kept, first of all his dumb ass is rude for snatching your phone um, <sighs> and then you just you that you that in your feelings about it that you just gonna tell your business tell this dude's business that you're supposed to care about. I'm like. <laughs> and then you like, you know, he's already self conscious about the whole situation. And he's just gonna, in the beginning of the episode, you're just gonna stare at him and, you know, making an already weird situation weirder. And like, <laughs> anyway, which caused the whole whatever, whatever. Of course, we'll get back to that in a minute when I talk about Alex. Then we got Rudy dumbass rudy you know i was almost you know feeling rudy just slightly you know because he was feeling this girl nadine whatever whatever and so he (laughs) you know she comes out of the blue finds him they have their talk then she runs off again like why 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 course the cliche oh I left my purse i dropped something i left something behind oh i gotta get it to her whatever all right <laughs> i'm like i would have preferred <laughs> that she was a werewolf vampire a nun really really She's a nun. Okay. I'm just going to move on from that. Okay. Um, then we have the one of the premises of this episode. The girl gets upset. She's pregnant. She can't do it. So she gives her baby to Abby. Who didn't want the baby at first. Then wants the baby. And then... Because <clears throat> uh, she doesn't know who she is course no one's like trying to you know maybe we should like let's look into that it, then they like go on a search with Finn's dad or something it's like why don't you do that why don't you I have amnesia I don't know who I am but no I'm just going to not know who I am and not try to figure it out and then I'm gonna keep this baby that I don't even though I don't know who I am and then Finn's gonna say, well, "No, you, you don't even know how to can't take care because this is before she they even knew that she didn't know who she was." I'm like Finn, you don't know this girl from Adam. How do you know she can't take care of a baby? I'm like, I don't. I'm like, what? How do you know <laughs> she can't be a mother? I mean, again, I mean, obviously she. I'm talking aside from the fact that it ain't her baby, and but this woman gave up the baby, whatever, whatever. But I'm just saying. And who are you to say she can't take care of this baby? And maybe it's because I don't like Finn that I'm extra ornery about it. But i just saying shut the hell up, Finn. All right. Then we got Alex. Douche of the earth. Douche! <laughs> I'm like, just as you, oh, let me, you know, oh, poor guy. It, uh, the whole ridiculous thing with the, oh, I'm going to cut the penis if you... Yeah. You know, give me my penis back, give me my cock. I need my cock back. You know, I'ma cut the cock and like Oh my god. <laughs> and then I'ma kill myself cause I can't live without my cock. I cannot live without it. And then she's like, Oh, I didn't realize it. You didn't realize a guy that you just took randomly take his penis is gonna be traumatized by not having his penis? You didn't think about that? <laughs> And now that you see it, oh my gosh, it, my heart heartstrings like, oh my god, this is so crazy. And then, you know, she switches it back, and then we see Alex and Jess having sex, and he's all about himself. So he learned abs. I mean, it didn't even like. Oh, eventually he no is what 30 minutes later he's back to being a douche back to being why he had 46 on his stinking forehead oh my god so yes christina christina oh my god see i can't even talk now so <laughs> christine um i this i i don't know what to say about this episode i just don't know what to say <laughs> it it was another bizarre just and then the oh the probation officer what the hell i mean i i i was more i liked it better when we killed them like can we kill him is that on the table can we kill him no not an option because i liked them when they were when we killed them because this is this is I mean it's it's painful i'm like the karaoke the weirdness the uh, i i yeah i'm i'm like stop it just stop it anyway for those of you that enjoyed this episode and thought it was the best thing ever i apologize but it was just i mean i laughed I mean it was laughing as in This is some crazy shit I'm watching right now. <laughs> Oh the show it's, I mean and again so in that way I It's good you know because I was entertained In a way that it was just like This bizarre Just over the top Just just I can't <laughs> Kind of stuff so I guess that's a plus um, I mean, I'll go with that, so, that's all I got for Misfits, um, oh yeah, it was just, um, and I think, I mean, I and mean, it's mean, not a hate rant, it's not like, oh, I hate this, it wasn't, it's not even hate, it's just, this, this, ep- this show is crazy, it's just, <laughs> it's like, what? Uh, <laughs> anyway, So, on that note, until next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic, Queen of the Couch. Shy.
0: That was Shy with her angry-ass feedback. (laughs) I was like, so much emotion (laughs) coming out of her voice. She must have just watched the episode and started recording because she had to go ham. So, a few notes. that I wrote down. <laughs> uh, for why she wanted Abby to be at the community service, I mean, clearly that was plot point. But I mean, she did it for a day, and she probably figured you helped me out last episode. You know, you got me out of the hallway, put me somewhere safe. You know, when someone needed help, you was um, the people to help me out. I mean maybe she felt she owed them a solid i mean why was she fucking passed out there in the first place because she put herself there um then she tried to leave and then uh, yeah i'm sure finn could have came up with a better excuse but that's what he did because he's finn um i will say i think that part of the reason this is just me completely inferring (laughs) there's nothing in the in the storyline basically to confirm or deny this but you know when something weird is going on and you can't tell nobody but at the same time you want to tell somebody and you know you know you're gonna tell the wrong person but at the same time you know you got to tell it with the person that that will enjoy the juice the most with you (laughs) if that makes any sense and once again i know it's been a while but it's not to say even though I know it is initially on the outside surface, yes, why the hell would you ever tell um Rudy something like that. But when you keep in mind that Rudy has been holding some dark secrets of her already that she shared with him that he has not shared with anyone else, you can kind of give the benefit of the doubt of maybe she could have told him this and he wouldn't have said anything. And Rudy's problem was that he was really trying to make his friend feel better. And he told him, like, you can't say anything. It wasn't really to ruin anything between them two. It was him misguidingly, as he typically does, trying to cheer someone up when they were feeling like shit. But at the same time, Rudy was saying, I think it's about time you move on. Like, you need to let this go. And it's Finn that's not wanting to take that advice. And it's not the first time that Rudy has said that to him. And every time he doesn't, and he goes a different route, Rudy cosigns that, but he knows he's basically setting himself up for failure. Um, and I will say, the story isn't over shy with the whole nun situation. I don't think they would build that all up to she's just a nun. If, uh, (laughs) if that was all to... All, all to it for about three or four episodes now. Mm. I had to drink some water. Um So we'll talk about the finale and then you could talk about why just a nun. None <laughs> She's so bad. she's so angry. <laughs> um She has been searching for a while, Abby since the storm recall that's like a while ago that's like probably like six months that's almost like a year or so if not more ago since the storm happened so that's a long time that you and nobody has been looking for you and you've been trying to figure out who she is it's probably why she uh, she stays in a drunken stupor because she's depressed she has no idea who her identity is and the closest thing she felt to being a part of anything is when she had this baby so while it was made for a comedic point, there was a little darker uh, element to it because that's why she literally stays uh, drunk. And it's also why, and I agree, I hate everything Finn says, but he was absolutely accurate. She could barely take care of herself. <laughs> she clearly has no job, no ID. She doesn't know who she is. She's kind of just going from drunken stupor to drunken stupor and that's about it you know she even talks about how she slept with random guys and how you know she i mean that's not really a judgment on her (laughs) who hasn't but you get what i mean as much as i wanted to be like well you don't know if she could change or not because she could have obviously done so but for all intents and purposes of what she was showcasing to the world (laughs) it wasn't i had no faith whatsoever she would um be a mother as well the first thing she would have done is got a job and she didn't seem to be interested in that uh and then why you gonna say he's traumatized after agreeing like why did you why would the guy think he'd be traumatized of the girl after he was traumatized yeah and i will say she did go for the pretty boy and she thought she was special because he knocked all the other girls back and talked to her and i think that I don't know. I don't know. I think there was red flags all over Alex from the get-go. And I just don't trust pretty boys, period. They always think they're all that in a bag of chips. And I don't know what their ages are. So if they're like 23, 25, and they've already slept with like 50 people, that's a fucking lot. (laughs) That's way more than is acceptable And then she, she kind of knew that once again, like, but like, I think she didn't realize and and I don't think anyone could really realize that he was going to be that fucking arrogant. I mean, cause he was definitely trying to make her feel like she was really special. And he did seem last episode, like he genuinely cared about her when she was kidnapped and taken away. Like he was visibly upset and then it was kinda like the minute he got the one thing that made him feel like a man, all those old habits and mannerisms, it it once again uh, clouded his judgment, but it did seem like he did wanna be a better person for Jess at the time it was happening, but clearly this relationship is not meant to last and that is all i have to say on shy's feedback uh let's hear artie i guess i should just prepare myself
2: (laughs) for what mimi has to say what up christina it's mimi sending feedback for misfits i'm sending it in early because i work for the next two days and i didn't want to forget um i watched it yesterday this is season four episode seven um I just would like to point out that Rudy is still a cunt and I can't stand him. I don't know where this redeemable thing that you're referring to, maybe it comes from this crazy nun that he's chasing, Nadine. I don't know if that's gonna make him a better person. I can't see it changing him that much cause he's still an insensitive prat. I can't get past that. Um, I can't for the life of me understand why Jess would confide in out of everyone Rudy like he don't take shit seriously and can I please point out I don't understand how this fool has had sex with 99 girls I know what you're saying about comedians, but you do realize that the comedians that you're talking about are rich. And I think that that has more to do with the fact that they get women and not just because they're funny. Cause I know plenty of funny guys that look like Rudy and they're friend zone like a motherfucker. So I just wanna put that out there. I don't know the type of, like I, I just can't imagine me being so drunk that Rudy is acceptable for me to go home with. There is not enough, enough alcohol on this planet. I would pass out before I got drunk enough to uh, go home with Ruby. Now, I know everybody has their own taste, that's fine, but I just, for the life of me, nothing. like he's not even funny. He's irritating, like the shit he says doesn't even make sense. And you would have to be obliterated in order for him to come off as funny. And like I said, I would pass out before I got so drunk to where his funniness would be charming because nothing he says makes sense. I guess if you're like a, maybe like a 14 year old boy or maybe like my son, like a 10 year old boy, maybe some of the stuff he says would be funny. But I personally don't think he's funny. I don't think he's funny at all. Um, and I just don't understand why Jessica decided out of all of her probation friends, you know, the orange jumpsuit gang, she should confide in. Um, Rudy I know she don't know Abby very well but Abby did save your life I would probably rather talk to her about it she seems like she doesn't judge very much I mean I guess we don't really know much about her except she's very tall and she doesn't remember anything but I don't know I I just I don't understand why why she would confide in him and that blew my mind as soon as she told him she's like don't tell anybody um, I was like, he gonna tell somebody. He probably gonna tell everybody. Um, I did like when she punched him, though. I wish she would have like hit him in the stomach and then gave him an uppercut. That would have been awesome and well deserved. Um, and I, Finn really needs to stop. Like, I, I can't. Like, if you like Jessica so much or Jess so much, why you go in there and allow your stepmom to go down on you? Well, your dad's ex-girlfriend. I. Whew, whatever i i thought he wasn't thinking about her like that and that's why he was like she was literally in the car and i for the life of me, don't understand he's like i've liked her ever since the first day we met really because you weren't doing a good job of showing it i feel like at in the beginning maybe you would have had a chance i don't know he's so annoying all of these people except jess and i mean so far abby i like her but we'll see you never know how these characters are gonna be um and then Je- uh, alex i mean granted i i can understand a guy being so distraught that his dick got taken that he wants to kill someone or even himself so i feel like the approach that jess had would have been like it should have been more like soft you know like don't hurt him because if you hurt him your dick is gonna die i was like can you please give the man his dick back um i I hate that it took um the transgender man i forgot what what his name is um alex trying to kill himself for him to realize that maybe i shouldn't have took his dick his dick is his identity just like me wanting to have a penis instead of vagina is my identity like I don't understand why it took him almost trying to kill himself for that to click like you should have realized taking a dude's dick is going to put them in the same position having a dick not having a dick does to you like that should have been uh like something that he realized I don't know and then Alex uh I don't know why I knew but I just knew as soon as he got his dick back he was going to be a hot mess and when he turned and looked at himself like at first when he looked at himself when they were having sex i was like "Oh, okay he must really like the way they look together but then when he turned to look and just kept looking i was like oh hell no he this relationship is probably not gonna go well <laughs> and i just have the feeling that just isn't the type of person that's gonna say something about it. She is tough when it comes to other people, but I don't think she stands up for herself very well. So we'll see if I'm wrong with that. I hope I am. But yeah, their relationship's going to be trash. I can tell already. It's definitely not going to be a Simon and Alicia. And that makes me sad. Anyway, um, the last thing, the girl with the power to switch, to take her baby and put in someone else. She's a dick for that. Like, how are you just going to be like, I can't do this, even though you've had, what, like six, seven months? She looked like she she was really close to probably, it had She had to be in her third trimester. So you've had, what, 30, 34, 35 weeks to come to terms of being a mom. And now you just random some random stranger that you don't know. You're just going to put your baby in them. And for all she knows... Abby could have been a cokehead or an alcoholic as she was. And she hadn't like, she honestly could have been drinking. Be like, this baby ain't mine. Fuck her. This is my body. And been drinking. And you just put your baby in a complete stranger because you're not ready to be a mom. You're not starting off very great. I'm just gonna say that. Um this episode was alright. I was entertained for the most part. I thought you know, Alex not having a dick was gonna be great and amazing, but uh, the storyline for his part kind of it was kind of dry. Um, I guess I'm glad he got it back, but like I said, this is we got one more episode of this season, and I'm sticking with it because we're almost done. But I gotta say, I'm not a fan. I, I've already decided that I'm not a fan. Abby might add a little new dynamics, so that's why I'm gonna continue. But I definitely think. This new group dynamic, I don't really like. But, I mean, I didn't like Rudy that much. And he's the only person left from the, you know, that was with the group that we came to know. So, yeah, we'll see. Maybe Abby will add a little sprinkle of something new. So, I'm going to end it here. Until next time, love, peace, hair grease, black girl magic, queen of the couch, Mimi out.
0: I do want to give a round of applause before I address Mimi's feedback for the girls sticking sticking with it. <laughs> uh, and still at least being entertained. I would hate... I'd feel bad if they would hate watching, even though I know they won't watch it if they don't want to. Um, but... oh. <laughs> um, I just laugh every time she's like he's a cunt um you know I love me some Rudy he's not always funny I would never now that I can't stand by he's not always funny but he has a certain charm to certain people and yes I know you keep inserting yourself into that group but you're not in that group so you can't say (laughs) whether or not you find that Charmy, i am possibly in that group not not like stone cold sober no but if i just met you one time and i never was gonna see you again and you were a little charming you know seemed like he definitely was gonna put the work down on the motorboating so I mean, but yeah, I get what you're saying. You're not one of those people, <laughs> so of course you're not gonna see it any other way besides the way you which you see it. So see your ass out of the conversation, fourteen-year-old boy. Stop it. <laughs> um, Joe Goggin was young here too. Not that young, but younger. And then he wasn't preacher. This was like what 2012. Preacher was like 2016, 17. So yeah um what else um what did i put here he was in love with his girlfriend supposedly annoying i don't know what that means i don't know what that means even a little bit (laughs) i just put that in my notes (laughs) and i will say i think it really is i was talking about this early in the pod uh it is season five rudy that i recall the most um that's a lot more endearing and he grows right um and this nadine story is the first real step into him growing but also his um his friendship with jess and i already explained why he why it well on surface yes it does not make sense that he would tell that she would tell him but He's holding on to secrets like her suicide attempt and eating disorder and her whole backstory. So while, yes, um, she put a whole lot of faith, especially around Finn, that he would keep that secret. He has, in fact, kept secret uh, quite a few of hers. Um, And I will say the girl, Tara, she didn't know she could transfer the fetus when she did. like She was just having a panic attack in the bathroom and then you know that's rational to have a panic attack like holy shit what am i to get into and then the next minute you know it's like fuck my baby and then she transferred and then she's like how did you do that she's like i don't know then she panicked and ran away and then she didn't try to go looking for that baby until it finally hit her that she can't do that and that's where i saw that but uh, it should be interesting seeing the next episode, which should be uh premiering tomorrow or today. However you look at it. <laughs> uh and then we'll be getting into season 5, which I believe is a little bit more not so lopsided. We'll see, we shall see. But like I said before, it's uh still fun to go on the journey. If you want to send feedback to join us, at gmail.com, You can leave a pot uh Comment below on this podcast. My social media will be be there as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and black or magic.